Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. My name is Jerry Jimenez, here with Mr. Steve Brokoff. What's happening, man? Not much, man. Still buzzing. Still buzzing with the Lost Boys. I, can't, I don't know how we're going <laughs> to get through this. My voice is... Uh. I know. Anyways, thank you everybody for joining us. It's a little bit later than usual. We, we had to do this, man. After the crazy night we just experienced. I mean, 24 hours ago, we were jumping up and down, celebrating, hugging each other, high-fiving. Plus, you know, uh, six feet away and safely. Not plus, really. we, we got more than 10 likes. We had to. We had right? to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made it easy on everybody. I said, listen, babe. To my wife, I said, listen, babe. I said, I said 10 likes and we'll do a podcast. And we got like 30 pretty quickly. So <laughs> she's like, I guess you have to do it, whatever. <laughs> so here we are. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a jam-packed episode for y'all today. Uh, Mr. Drew Steck's not here with us today because he is out uh, enjoying himself on vacay. So we're going to carry it along. However, we didn't tell anybody, but we do have... A very special guest today, and uh, I'm very excited to bring him on because you may know him. Actually, you definitely should know him as the man that brings a lot of the noise in 109, and he's also known around town. Uh, he has a few podcasts, and uh, well, I'll let him tell you a little bit about that as, as we talk about it because I think uh, we get to hang out with him for the rest of the night. So uh, let me just bring him on. Are you guys ready for this, Mr. Craig Elston? What's up, man? What's happening, boys? Oh, loyal. man, this is so great. We're here for Loyal Hot Tub. Let's go. Loyal Hot Tub. <laughs> Let's jump in, guys. I mean, this is so exciting. The only thing that's weird for me is that usually it's the next morning that I'm listening to you boys when I'm out walking the dog, and I have the podcast on one and a half times speed. So I, I think he's talking a little slow for me right now. So maybe when I listen back, it'll be normal. No, it's, it's, it's going to be normal speed tonight. We're going to speed things up. We got a lot to cover. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm not lis- I don't listen back to episodes. I don't know if you're going to listen back to this one, but you get to experience it and we get to welcome you in today and obviously get to, I mean, we're going to breeze through a couple of losses because we haven't been doing a podcast for a little bit. We took a little bit of a break uh, and, and then we're going to get into the fun stuff, which is uh, the match that we just experienced, as I mentioned last night. A 5-1 victory over Las Vegas. We'll get into that. And then we're going to talk about a whole bunch of locals topics that we have that we have to hit. So without further ado, let's get into our beers. I'm really excited today. If you guys don't mind, I'm, I'm starting today with a, a pelotero from 3Punk L's. I was able to go down there yes. and pick up my uh, Emo Brown Social Club card. And I also was like, hey, I'm going to grab a four-pack of Pelotero. So uh, cheers to you guys. What are you having, uh, Mr. Scuba Steve? I, I, I will tell you in five seconds when I go get my beer because I, um, oh, wow, I don't have one. Bro. Yeah, I know. So, Craig, what are we drinking? What are we drinking, Craig? <laughs> Today, uh, I'll be drinking uh, Mango and Stash uh, from our good friends at Hop Valley Brewing Company. Proud August sponsors of the Padres Hot Tub. But uh, a genuinely delicious beer. And cheers to you and to all the great viewers and listeners tonight. Cheers to everybody that's listening in. If you guys are drinking with us, go ahead and put it in the comments. I want to know what you guys are having. What are you having, Steve? Dankness Rising, my my last peer project um, collaboration with Moonraker. Uh, it's an incredible beer. 
Oh, Pure nice. Project always knocks it out of the park. Dude, Pure Project is probably one of my favorite breweries in San Diego. They just do some really interesting stuff. Unreal. Uh, so, Pure Project, hit us up. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I have yet to taste the one that uh, that Craig has, so I'm excited to try that out, too. So, cheers to everybody. Uh, and let's just jump right into it, man. So, man, man, oh, man, oh, man. Two consecutive losses at home. You know, it wasn't fun pr- previously, obviously, to last night. A uh, 1-0 to the Monarchs and a 2-1 to Tacoma. Uh, let's break down the Real Monarchs match. I think this one was one that we went in think, being a little you know, positive and saying, hey, there's no reason why we shouldn't beat Real Monarchs, right? But, I mean, very much like the Potters are doing right now, we played down to the level of the Real Monarchs. I don't... That's a, that's a good connection. Yeah. It hurts, but it's a good connection. <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, we go into this match and... Super early on, they score a goal, and we just, you know, didn't recover from that. How did you experience that, Craig? I'm interested to hear your take on this one. Well, I mean, the goal's right in front of us, right? Because they kicked it into our net. And uh, to be quite honest, it, it looked like an indoor goal to me. Uh, the ball sort of materialized right at the top of the middle of the six uh, on a guy's foot. And you thought, oh, he's just going to walk in. And then Loyal made a nice play to to force him to stop and stutter step. He lays it off to the right, and and uh, kid short posted it past AG, who did nothing wrong. Had to hold his position, you know. Made the lunging attempt. Uh, you know, ball had good pace, got past him, and I think we were what like 35, 40 seconds into the match, and and yeah. it's one zip, and everyone's kind of looking at each other like, what the hell? But I don't think anyone, Steve, thought, well, one nothing. That's going to be the final score of this one. <laughs> Yeah, just it just kind of dragged on and on, right? I mean, we, we just said we we're not going to spend too much time on this, but yeah, you know, I, I I couldn't agree more. They score early. We're thinking, hey, you know, there's still so much game left, um, and this team's shown some fight. Uh, more of what this club's kind of Achilles heel has been is, is goals against them late in halves and late in games. Yeah. But this was a super early goal and kind of how they reacted. Um, I was expecting them to just pick it back up and say, hey, we could beat this team, you know. Uh, but it just, it just, we just kind of never pulled it together. So, uh, pretty disappointing. Um, obviously Tacoma seems to have kind of our number. I mean, we, we beat them our second game last season, uh, our, fir- our very first season kind of right before the pandemic shutdown two one at Tacoma, but this season, I mean, we've gone to Tacoma twice and lost twice. We've hosted them once and lost here. So it kind of seemed to have our number and now here they are in second place right above us in the standings with two games in hand. Um, not really a good record to have against the team right above us. That's uh, the crazy part. What is this Tacoma team? Like, are they doing, I know. are they drug testing? Cause <laughs> no, seriously though, they are a fantastic team and obviously they definitely have our number. We haven't been able to beat these guys and I'm going to get into this a little bit more when we start talking about Las Vegas, but let's keep this word in mind. Youth. I feel like there is something something to the USL specifically this season with young players that has an effect yeah. on how what the actual score is going to be because there's this speed coming in that I don't think we've really shown and up until this last match. And we're going to get into the youth and, and that part of it, right? But, man, this, this past Saturday against Tacoma, that was a painful one uh, because we thought, okay, you beat us at home, in your home, 
you're coming to our town now. This is going to be different. And it wasn't. It very much felt like, again, we were facing Tacoma in, in their house. Like, I, it, it wasn't in their house. I don't like saying it that way, but it felt like, ah, Lee, like, here we go again, right? With Against the Tacoma team that is very young and that we were, at the beginning of the season, very confident we should be able to beat. Yet, here we are. And just to kind of go back a little bit, too, with the Real Monarchs match, I mean, they knew what they were doing. They came in, they scored an early goal, and they just said, "This we're going to park it. Tacoma is is one of those teams that also is very, very smart. They just didn't really let us do what we needed to do that match. We tried. I just don't think we could quite get there, right? Uh, Tacoma, how'd you feel about it, Kirk? Well, that one slipped away, eh? I, you know, yeah. you felt like the, the the match was right there. You felt like things were pacing the proper way. Uh, I, I do think Tacoma had some real speed in the midfield and had the ability to make a couple things happen. And young kids, shifty. But to see it go 1-1 and then 2-1 just so quickly. And, and I think that's what was the most stunning is to see. I think I don't have the, the chart in front of me. It was probably like six, eight minutes apart, uh, the, the two goals, something like that. And... Uh, maybe it was a little bit more, but it, <laughs> in 109, it felt like it was one stack right yeah. on top of the other and, and putting us on the back leg again. I never thought the loyal were being outclassed at any point in the match. I It just felt like there were a couple of individual plays that generated those goals. And then really it kind of comes back to me to what had been more of a systemic pattern of since Miguel Berry left, having a little bit of a trouble achieving consistent offense for the San Diego loyal. And, and until of course, last night, uh, that was the case. Yeah. We went up on this match, obviously one zero with the Corey Herzog goal, which by the way, could he be heating up, right? This was kind of the start of it. We've been Good waiting point. for Corey Herzog to do something. Uh, and here he is coming in in the 21st minute and getting that goal immediately. 10 minutes later, getting a yellow though. I don't know what that was about. And, you know, we see then San Diego, really have good possession of the ball during this match, but it just seems like near, like I think we this was just mentioned, right? Near the end of matches, we just tend to give up silly goals. And in the 60th, uh, Villanueva comes in basically and, and scores a goal. And then you have Angino score the second goal for Tacoma in the 71st. So, there you go, 11 minutes, 11. I said eight, it was 11, but it, yeah. it was about that. It was so quick that it went from one, one, 1-0, 1-1, 2-1, all of a sudden you're behind. And at that moment, that was the only time I felt like maybe the Loyals started to have the feeling of it. You know, like, uh-oh, we can't do this again. We can't get zero points out of this match again. And the last 20-ish minutes weren't that impressive to me Yeah. Uh, against Tacoma from Loyal. That, that was probably the thing that disappointed me the most in that match. Absolutely. I agree with you on that one wholeheartedly. And... Is there anything else that we want to hit on these two matches? I feel like we just need to get past it and get into where we are now. What do you guys say? Yeah. No, I mean, the only thing I'll say is I, the, the last match I, was the only match I'll miss of the season. That's why I didn't really chime into that conversation too much. I did catch some highlights. Um, I did try to rewatch, uh, but I've been really busy since I got back. I was in Arizona, uh, Prescott, Arizona for a funeral. My wife's uh, grandfather died back in January. And uh, we finally kind of got the chance to gather as a family and do a memorial service. So um, I was unable to make this last match, but um, I, I was there yesterday and I will be here for every match uh, the rest of the season. So 
let's go. Time for the second half of the season where things are starting to gear up. Yeah, you didn't you didn't miss much. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Drew <laughs> missed a lot yesterday. I'm sorry, Drew. Ooh. I know you're gonna listen to this one, man. And actually, a lot of people missed a lot. I mean, that was oh. one of the lightest crowds ever. But a lot of people, a lot yeah. of critical people, you know, weekend week outers, uh, seem to miss a lot of the action. So. Yes. Man, so sorry to everybody that missed this. I, I just hope that this isn't the last time we see a 5-1 scoreline. And honestly, we've been talking about this for a long time, whether it's in Section 109, having some beers, or on this podcast, we have said we need a big win. We need a match where we just outscore the team by a lot. And we were hoping like, a 2-0, a 3-0 would be nice. Even a 3-1 would look would feel great because we haven't had very many of those, right? We were the 2-1 team for a long time. So this 5-1 just felt amazing. And in the stance, as Steve just said, it might have been a lighter crowd, but, man, 109 was buzzing, buzzing on a Wednesday uh, yeah. of all. And... Got to give a quick shout out to Jordan Carruth on the call, uh, along Great with job. Shannon. Very good job, and apparently he knows what he's doing because he sounded like he's done it before or something. Right? <laughs> has he? He has. Right. Yeah, he has. I'm just kidding. Right. Uh, I mean, I mean love love all our guys though. By the way, I love love Jack. Of course, love Naders. Uh, but it was just really terrific to to hear Jordan on the mic, and I thought he was great. And hey, he's a good luck charm. So make sure he rolls out there on Saturday, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're we're in 109, right? We don't hear the broadcast, but then like leaving, you see watch highlights and and I didn't even really know Jordan was on the call until after I checked our Discord and everybody was talking about Jordan was great. Oh, Jordan this and it's like, what are you talking about? It took me a while to scroll up to really get the gist of like, no, Jordan's on the call tonight. Um and I was I was ecstatic. Um yeah, today I I kind of rewatched the game passively while I was working. Um and just hearing a familiar voice, a friend uh, a friend of ours, a friend of the podcast, um, a friend of every loyal supporter uh, kind of doing play-by-play. -play. And, of course, Jack is that too, but I've gotten to know Jordan through the years. Uh, so it's really cool to kind of hear his voice and uh, and, and see him kind of doing something that I, th I think something he's always really wanted to do. Uh, and so yeah. uh, it was really cool, really cool to hear him on the, on the, on the call. I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. I can't wait to hear Mr. Craig Elston on the call. Ooh, okay, let's I'm go. just going to go ahead and throw that out there real quick. Me too. Is that here? Me too. I hear, <laughs> I, <laughs> I hear you have some experience on that <laughs> end too. <laughs> uh, no, but also great. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, the great and awesome, uh, you know, Nate Abarea, who did a great job also along with, um, uh, oh, shoot, now I'm the drawing a super huge jack uh, mr no it wasn't with jack uh i'm oh, talking with Shannon, right? well, I mean, no no with, Shannon, didn't he? No, with uh, <laughs> darren ah with mr darren oh, Sin. sorry I, yeah, this okay. beer is super strong darren i'm sorry uh yeah, it darren is 10 percent by the way pelotero uh which was my second i love pelotero uh it's shout out three pong but yeah ten percent ten percent it's yeah not safe <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Darren. Uh, but Darren and Nate did a great job on the post and uh, the pre and post shows. Fantastic job. Uh, and then also got to hear once again the beautiful voice of Mr. Uh, Kalen McClurg, who was on the on the PA, and then he came to say hi. So that was awesome. That the the voice I would say the current voice of the sports arena. 
So definitely cool to see yeah. to see him, to hear him, and to have all these people that are very passionate about the sport, like around. Uh, you know, you included Mr. Elston, who I, I think you saw that. You know, one of the, one of the uh, pound for pound the most passionate so in one hundred nine. That I think I think that was uh, aimed at you, sir. So. You know, we just it it's it, it was what quite a freaking game, man. Let's get into Ooh. this. First of all, like the first part of the night that went just amazing. Ian May, in the starting eleven, yeah. he put up a performance coming in off the bench against Tacoma, and apparently did well enough to where the coaching staff said, "Let's start him." And oh man, did he deliver! He did such a great job. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I think at the at, at the early part of the season, it seemed like we were signing center back after center back after center back after center back, and then it seemed like we had injury after injury after injury, and and um, Hunter retired, and uh, we got some recalls back to MLS, and all of a sudden we found ourselves light at, at center back. Um, and a point that I made down further in the notes was we talked a lot back in the early season how. Um, you know, depth. I was concerned about. I was concerned about depth of this of the season, and here we are, a 16 year old starting, filling in for depth, uh, and just filling in perfectly. It's just, it's just unbelievable, um, what a performance he had. And and yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, he. I think he got his debut for the senior team during the Sholos game, the Sholos match, um, mm-hmm. which is a friendly. And he's. I, I I just can see how he's impressed ever since. Obviously, to earn the start, and man, he really filled it in. Uh, kind of capped by Landon's post-game speech in the locker room that they, that they posted. Um, it seems like he's really stepped up and filled a hole that they've needed. Yeah. You know, the... just to follow on that guys, yeah. uh, I think there's something really special to me as someone just growing into this club and starting to support it and also seeing what this level's about um, that when our team was built, naturally you had some you know 30 ish guys you had some guys in their mid-20s it was kind of a collection of usl veterans trying to get things settled and, and get things in the right pace and when the club has had struggles or injuries generally they've been again turning to that kind of class of player but when you have a 16 year old and then a 17 year old like fodry that that scores a goal well, that brings a new hope to the fan because now you're starting to become a, a, a center for development. Now you're starting to be about promise and about future and growth as opposed to, okay, we've got these guys, they're at whatever stage of their career they're in right now. You know, Let's see what they can do when they come together. No, now we've got a chance to be dynamic and to grow and, and the youth of it is just unbelievable. These sophomores and juniors in high school yeah. that are playing at the USL championship level and, and being so successful I, to me, it's just it, it's really exciting, and it it adds a different dimension that wasn't there when we're just talking about you know God bless him, but the Salzizos or you know sure. Metcalf Stoneman, etc. Yeah, sure, I mean absolutely. you make a really good point. I mean, how excited were we when Loyal Select was announced, and we're like, well, there's a pathway to pro for for young San Diegans, and here we are actually with a profession, two professional players playing, one of them scoring. We'll get to that, but Ian, you know, starting in defense and playing incredibly, like. We went from not even six months ago announcing Loyal Select to actually seeing this come to fruition and one of those players make a huge impact on the field. It, it, it's just it's just unbelievable. And it's, it's such kudos to the SC Loyal staff for, for really how fast they've pulled this together. I think we knew from the beginning, right, that San Diego is filled 
with sure. talent. And the fact that the club realized it and also is utilizing it the way that it is now is fantastic. And I can only imagine that there's going to be more of it and there should be more of it because golly, man. So you mentioned the Cholos game. You know, we had, you know, Ian, we had CJ, and then we had uh, Xavi also playing that match. Uh, three of our uh, of our loyal select players coming in and, and really stepping up and, and playing. I mean, we haven't seen Xavi yet, but I'm sure we will at some point. We know we have Ian now and, and CJ scoring. Like, just, man, and again, you said we'll get into that. I just, I want to talk about everything. So let's get to the first goal because it was really, really early. And that was not something we're very used to. We're not used to scoring very early on. And in this match, it happened, right? And we're thinking, oh my gosh, what, what are they going to do? In the second minute, Ibarra scores by a beautiful pass. Again, Corey Herzog coming in clutch, putting that ball where it needs to be. I think uh, the club even posted something along the lines of, you know, uh, perfected in practice and then actually did it on the pitch. Uh, it just looked like they meant to play that. And yeah, remember remember wow. uh, how long ago when they said they when they posted a uh, set piece magic with like a blurred graphic? Yeah, here it kind of like finally came to fruition, right? I mean, this wasn't a set piece, but I I couldn't agree more that it really felt like this was, um, you know, down the flank, cut back, a bar crashing the back post, and then a perfect pinpoint cross. Like it, it totally felt like a, a training grounds, you know, set piece. And two things I really enjoyed about that play was that at first it looked like Herzog was going to attempt to to bring the ball in right-footed. And as you mentioned, he had a, a lovely cut, and, and he, he cuts back and then delivers a left-footed cross instead of a right-footed cross. But then Ibarra, when he went up in the air, at first it looked like he was going to try and, and take it with the right, and he actually kind of scissored in midair and, and, and brought it into the net with the left foot. So uh, really uh, athletic on both sides of the play, but also – just the sign of, of guys working together, right? That Herzog didn't feel, and it's early in the match, but still didn't feel like he had to be the person that put the shot on net. He had the ability to be looking and, and to be present in the play. And I thought it was just such a clinical goal. I loved it. You know, one thing that we also have to keep in mind as we're going through this for uh, this match, this last match against Las Vegas, is the fact that their players are also very young. However, with the youth, you have to look at also where they came from and where they're going to. There now has been quite a few signings directly from Las Vegas Lights into LAFC that weren't originally LAFC players. In this lineup, there was a ton of LAFC players that have actually had professional minutes in an MLS team. So we're playing against, you know, kids that have experience. Yes, they're young. And I call them kids, but they're not really kids. I mean, they're professional soccer players at a higher level than what you would think USL is at. So games like these really show us that MLS and USL may be closer in level than you would think. And at least maybe that's the way that I see it. But if you really think about it, there is actually just recently LAFC just signed a player from Las Vegas and, and took him up into the first team. Uh, you know, so... To go back into the match now, we go up early, and then we have Stoneman was hurt, right? I think early on, like, 
I don't know, twentieth minute or whatever, and then. But yeah, go ahead. But not before he got a yellow card. <laughs> not, he got a. Did he really? Yeah, Hold oh yeah. on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my! Of course he did. I mean, why am I? Even, <laughs> of course he did. In yeah, the I didn't even notice he got a yellow card. Yeah. But when I was <laughs> oh doing gosh. the research and pulling stuff together for the podcast, I was like, "Oh my god!" I knew he went off early, but of course he got a yellow before. Of course he got a yellow before he got he, he got pulled off the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He goes it's down just, and he's like, it's wait, just, it's so dependable. I'm not hurt. Let me get a yellow and then he can sub me off. And every every <laughs> week we do this podcast, I'm like, I got to look up the USL rules on when he's going to get suspended. But every week he plays and every week he gets a yellow card and he still not, doesn't get suspended. Yeah. <laughs> I just want, like, are they just like, oh, yellows are fine. No big deal. There's no limit. <laughs> yeah, it's glad, I'm glad you brought that up, Steve, because on the post-match show after the Tacoma game uh, with Darren and with Jordan that night, uh, Corey Herzog came on and he said that he was going to have to sit out the Wednesday game that he clearly played in and got an assist uh, because he had accumulated seven yellows. Ah, so maybe seven's okay. the number. Maybe. Um, but he played, so did they appeal it? I I actually don't uh, know. But. Good question. Okay, so seven seems to be the number, but I there's no way Grant has gotten less than seven yellow cards this season. There's no way. I, I, have they played seven games? I'm gonna yeah, have to. Gonna I know play. I'm yeah. gonna have to take that on and, and actually do the research, and I'll, I'll get back to I'll get back to it on Discord. But uh, there's there is there is no way he's had less than seven yellow cards. If anybody's listening and decides that they would like to do the research, uh, that'd be great, and then you could put it in the comments. Uh, but, eight yellows. Um, oh wow! Look at you! Look at you! Already? No, I I got a text from somebody. I don't know if I can share who that was. <laughs> somebody texted me just right now. I said eight yellows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Hello, Jerry's source. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me ask this person if I can say who it is. Say. But, um, yeah, yeah. I just I found that so amusing that we 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 laughed so hard at at Grant. For the yellow cards, and he went off early. He was playing for like twenty-five minutes, and of course, he got a yellow card. Right? It's too good. Yeah, just too good. Sorry, I'm like totally texting as I'm supposed to be podcasting because I'm a professional. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Craig knows. You, Craig you two like, are the no. professionals at this. You guys do this a lot. Hey, if we're playing a game about <laughs> saying, uh, you know, the name of my MLS team, then you guys might all get drunk today because Craig and I are both. Here you go. You ready? LAFC supporters. Yes. Drink. Drink. I had a podcast called Heart of Jerry. LAFC. Drink. Damn it, Jerry. Which, by the way, congratulations because episode 200 is coming That's up. That's how I first met Jerry. Yeah. Um, episode 200 is coming up. So uh, if you haven't yeah. checked them out, check out episode 200. I may or may not be on it. Okay. So ah. uh, let's see. I hope you will. So yeah, okay. Back to back to the Stoneman injury. So Stoneman got subbed off. Um, it was good to see Elijah come back. Come back. He was obviously subbed on as a left back. Um, he he came off injured. If you guys remember at the LA Galaxy two game, uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, so I'm kind of surprised to see him back already. At the same time, it's great to see him back to fitness. Um, so I just went, you know, Stoneman off bad. Elijah back good, and then I'm gonna go Elijah back bad because Elijah was basically almost directly at fault for the one Las Vegas lights goal. He was kind of isolated. I mean, you could say he's not a great one V one defender. You know, he's, he was kind of put on an Island. Uh, He got turned uh, and then, you know, 
they, they scored. Uh, but I'd like to see better from him there. That might be, you know, him taking, you know, working at 80%, 90% instead of 100%. Uh, but honestly, and this is easy to say with hindsight 2020, obviously we won 5-1. Um, if that game ended in a draw, I think I'd be a little more harsh. But at the end of the day, um, it's good to see him back. It's good to see him playing. You want to see him be better there. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's sure. kind of easy to shrug it off at this point. I have to just mention, hold on, where's that uh, Corbin comment? So shout out to Araceli, who is fantastic. She lives in SKC, but she also covers LAFC uh, for uh, a couple of different things. And she's uh, amazing. Corbin got to hang out with Araceli and uh, apparently told her him, Corbin, a lot about the LAFC podcast. I want to know about it. Corbin, we're going to talk about you <laughs> later on in this podcast, too. We are. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. There's some gr- oh man all right this we're going off the rails but hold on I know. we Too also excited. here's the thing though we do need to bring in our listeners Craig right like we have to I mean we go off the rails sometimes that's the best part hey. of podcasts <laughs> that's that's it, it's exactly <laughs> right it's the informality that makes it such a lovable genre oh uh, look at this if Jerry is on it I will listen I will if he isn't but I won't be it won't be as I, I appreciate that I actually thought Travis was gonna say. I probably still listen anyways, but I want to make him feel good about himself because that's the type of person that Travis is. So thank you, Travis. Uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right about Elijah, man. I think we all, if, if I'm not mistaken, remind me because you know I had a couple beers last night. Uh, didn't we all just like scream and yell because Elijah came on and we're like, yes, Elijah. Yeah. Um, we're just excited to have him as a player. I think he's fantastic. But again, he was, I would say he was at fault for that one goal. And that goal, that goal came in, and it was, it became deflating for a couple of seconds. But in one nine, we don't allow that to happen, do we, gentlemen? We say no, 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 no. Got to get louder. Got to get louder. The Ooh, moment yeah. they okay. fail at something on the pitch, we get louder, and we get louder and louder and louder. Uh, so everybody that's listening here knows that. That's just the way that things go in our section, section one hundred nine. So uh, let's see, where else are we at? Uh, Trey Muse. Here's the thing, too. I actually coming into this match. Listen, Muse is fantastic. I thought, for whatever reason, I don't know, in my head, I had Guerrero starting, mm. but he didn't. Muse Muse did a great job. Uh, you know, he had huge saves, and you can see some of those like, like finger saves, right, where he barely was able to get it, and it's like huge, huge. Uh, I think you have here as a double save. Uh. Man, it's just that goal from Las Vegas. Like I said, we're like, ah, here we go. Yeah, let's not let this happen, right? And we go into the second half, uh, with the one-one scoreline. But we make some subs during that half. We make some changes, which is good. Uh, Steve, do you want to you want to uh, handle those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at halftime, I know Guido came off. Uh, Guido came off for Toomey. Um, and it's that's kind of really interesting, right? I mean, Guido has been kind of a hot and cold player this season, right? I mean, he was double man of the match to start for for us for the locals. Um, seemed like he was kind of on a roll, and he's been pretty quiet since. Um, but I also feel like in USL Championship, it, there's a lot of you know man marking and a lot of targeting. You know, Guido's our best player, and you know if we really shut him down, we can shut down the club. And I, I think there's been a lot of that going on. So while I think he's gotten a lot of criticism saying like, oh, you know, he's been so quiet. I think there's a lot of um, 
defending to do with, with that. You can't really just be like, he's been bad. You know, he's been poor. Um, it's kind of the, you know, when Liverpool were so good and Mohamed Salah was just man marked or double, double, double teamed. Like you can't, you can't expect him to be so good anymore. Um, and so there's been a lot of that, but suffice to say, Guido came off, Toomey came on and things opened up. I mean, yeah. that, that was just one sub. The other sub was Haji came off and Morgan came on. I feel like Haji, uh, kind of a still a new signing, uh, but he's really more of a number eight, kind of a, a central midfielder. And Morgan Hackworth came on, and I really only think of Morgan as an outside midfielder in a four four two. So I really think, and again, like I said, I just rewatched kind of in the background today, so I didn't have too much time to like really pay attention. But I would bet twenty bucks that we change from kind of a four three three or a four two three one to a four four two in that second half, and that just really seemed to work better for us. Um, in the second half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just a, a total difference. Uh, it felt like we dominated a half. Like, it absolutely felt like we're going into the second half with a different mentality. I don't know what they said in the locker room, but they, I mean, I feel like, I mean, it, it might be different. But from the videos that we've seen in the locker room with, you know, with Landon, he seems mm -hmm. to know how to keep things positive, right? And say, hey, let's yeah. keep this going. And honestly, I don't want to take a lot of credit, but I really do think that 109 had a lot to do with the push. Because the moment they scored that goal, yes, for a second, we're like, ah, but... I I feel like if you were in the section, you really didn't hear the quiet. When they scored a goal, I, th I don't think a lot of us noticed, which was good. And so we went into it and just kept it going and to the point where it's like, yes, they scored. This is where we get louder. And I would turn around and say, hey, louder. And man, did we bring it. So I do feel that second half, not only did the club come in or the team come in with a, with a different mentality, but 109... We went, we refilled real quick, came back, and we were ready to go. All right, let's go to battle for, you know, part two. And we've been known for being able to come back from being it. behind. In this case, we weren't behind. But because of the last two games, we I think we felt like, hey, we need to bring a little bit more. We, yeah. need, to, we need to... We need to, you know, um, amp it up a little bit. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of love the ethos that we've had, right? I mean, we go down a goal, and it's just, it's like, no, let's go. They need us now. It's not like, oh, damn, we're down. Oh man, they scored. It's like, it's very different. I mean, Craig, I mean, throw to you. You know, obviously the Padres are in a skid right now. We know, all know you cover the Padres, and right now it's very. It would be so easy for that's that that goal to go in the net, and for all of us in one line to go, ah, oh, damn it shit right. that sucks but instead we go no they need us more and we go harder you know we drum harder we sing louder because what we do in the stands matters so kind of what's how do you feel about that what, what's your take on that well i i think you guys both know that the reason i'm at every match is for that you know and, yeah. and the the supporter ethos and the supporter culture is something that is really uh dear to my heart and I find it to be the most enjoyable and the most immersive experience in pro sports. And that's across any sport. So 
you know, really, I, I it's what I learned, right, Jerry? It's what I learned when you guys threw me into the deep end at the 32-52, and I saw goals scored, and I saw the captains all that instant never even react to the goal and just go louder, more, louder, more. And you realize you're it's it's imperative. And, you know, look, the, the attendance the last three games are nothing that the loyal want, right? But 109's got to bring it even harder. When a few people are away, we've got to bring it even harder. And when the team gives up a goal, we got to bring it even harder. And when we score, bring it harder and then keep going. You know, it's just, that's the thing. It, it's just energy, energy, energy. It's going to infuse the team. It's going to demoralize the keeper that is right in front of us in the second half, you know, the opposing keeper. And it's what makes this group special. Yeah. I looked over at some point, I looked over at Alan. I looked over at Adrian. I looked over at Kevin. Adrian I looked at Steve. It. Oh, well, he always brings it, dude. Oh, my I looked, God. Yeah. I looked to my left over at uh, Brandon, and I'm just like, God, I'm tired, but let's keep this going. Let's mm -hmm. go. You know, like, I, I mean, playing the drums is – Steve, also, like, you brought it for 90, dude. Woo. You, uh, he, is it, are you still sore? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's not easy and kudos no. to everybody that waves flags also for that long, you know, but we had to do it and and in this situation it just felt like okay, we're getting rewarded for all mm -hmm. this pain <laughs> that we're bringing in. Yeah. Finally yeah, I mean, really dominating a half, right? I mean, and even even before we get into it too bad, like we were just talking right before the game during setup. Uh, we were setting up the drums, setting up the banners, and I was talking to Kevin, the president of, of Travos, and I was like, you know, we really need this match tonight. And, you know, we haven't done this year. We haven't really routed a team. We haven't, like, really taken it to anybody. And I was like, tonight, that would be badass because we're in a skid, and this is a way to pull us out of it. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I just – I can see it happening tonight. I mean, we were both – we both kind of had this moment, like, let's go. Tonight's the night. And uh, it, it happened. It's just – it's kind of just unbelievable how that stuff works out. Yeah, it, <laughs> man. Yeah, I know. Uh, so great. Okay, let's let's keep going let's here. Go. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we're just attacking, 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 yeah. attacking the second half. Uh, Blake with the killer shot saved by a diving keeper, barely able to save that man. I thought that was going in. I think everybody jumped when Jack Blake hit that shot and it was just like there's no oh there's no way that wasn't going to be blocked no that was going to be blocked but it, it was blocked uh so kudos to the goalkeeper of las vegas uh and then first goal of the second half isn't until the 71st minute but there was it was a fun second half yeah in the 71st yeah, yeah. minute we see finally finally and it's to me golly dude that man i know we love you to me. <laughs> Most well, what a difference. What a difference he made in the second half. And, you know, you think about the go-ahead goal with, I believe it was Ibarra setting up Blake, who, who was just able to chop it in, really indoor, beautiful type goal, um, you know, crossing the face of the net, open man. Uh, uh, clearly, Las Vegas's defensive marking was super spotty in the second half. Uh, you know, it was a really long cross, uh, for example, that said in Fodry. Uh, there were a lot of long crosses that found their man and, and seemed to get there uninterrupted. Um, yeah. But holy cow, I just love the way that Moshibani plays. And it's kind of weird because I feel like he's one of those players that comes and goes and, and isn't uh, an every game match force. But yeah. 
the goals he the goals he's scored over the last like four or five matches have been really class. Like every single one has been a class goal, and it it gets me excited when he's out there. I feel like he's one of our best chances to score. A hundred percent, and totally very selfless from Ibarra. That I mean, it was all Ibarra's work. He basically just handed the goal over to Tumi at that point. Yeah, said, here you go, bro. Put it in. Well, no, well that the, the the first goal in the second half was was Jack Blake, and yeah, he totally he totally, oh, right. he totally yeah, yeah, yeah. he totally broke that defender. That's and right. Yeah, he he could have shot, but it's just that vision out of the corner of his eye. He just laid it right off and said, "You know what? You got the better chance to score." And that's selfless. That is very selfless. Yeah. I had a really hard time picking between Tumi right. and, and Andy Barra for the man of the match. Um, for the locals man of the match. Um, and ultimately I picked Tumi because he scored twice and he, you know, he, he had a great game, but, uh, yeah, Ibarra had a phenomenal game, probably his best, his best game in a loyal kit for sure. A hundred percent. And Ibarra yeah. did get the man of the match from the club, yes. which by the way, may I remind y'all, you get to vote. If you're on our discord, you get to vote for the man of the match. Every match we do hand out a growler. There is beer in that growler. Whether they drink it or not, they take it into the locker room. There's plenty of people that will drink that thing. Corey so, drinks it. Uh, Corey will drink it if nobody else wants to drink it. Dude, he makes sure to go and get his uh, Buena Vesa from the gentleman yeah. at, on the post game. <laughs> before hilarious. before we go back to the match, I, re- I remember when Callum, when Callum won man of the match, uh, he came up and he did his, you know, he, he lifted it. And he got back down, and Ryan was right behind him filming him, and he took that cap off, and he drank it. Drank like, it. That's my boy. Yeah. That's my boy right there on the field drinking that growler. That's That was that was one of the coolest moments because he's, you know, maybe he's thirsty, but maybe he just needed that little beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was, man, right there. Um, so Blake scores in the 71st, right? And then, okay, now we're feeling good. And it's like, hey. 2-1. This is... This is this is nice. A minute later in the seventy second minute is when Toomey scores. And we're like three right. one. Oh, okay. All right. We weren't done with the gold cheer. It's a gorgeous. I know. We were I not know. done with the we were cheering on <laughs> Blake Blake's goal. And all of a sudden, we're like oh, we're three one. What just happened? Toomey Moshabana comes in, scores a minute the later. Smoke wasn't like, even clear, yeah. No. So yeah, that was that was I very know. nice of him to make sure that we saved some of the <laughs> smoke liquid uh, from our <laughs> smoke machine. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, at that point, we're three one. How did you guys feel at that point? Ooh, I felt I, good. Yeah, I was oh, like yeah. the way they were playing at that Let's point. Go. I'm like, all right, this well, the, this feels good. The two one obviously felt well, right? You're up, you're feeling good, but this club has given up too many late goals and games for me to feel comfortable at that point even 3-1 we've seen a couple two goal leads squandered so you know you're feeling good you're rolling but there's nothing like what happened next i mean it, it took seven eight more minutes but yeah i, I mean the, it's not like they had a bunch of chances in between those two goals either we were kind of rolling we were dominating possession that was probably our best half of the season not i mean not even just the scoring but just the way we played right yeah. The way we controlled the match, yeah. um, the way that we um, took our chances, and and the way the decisions we made, passing backwards, taking our time, controlling possession, uh, yeah. So I, I, it was just an incredible uh, half to watch. You know, for me, yeah. real quick, like, okay, we're three one, but hey, uh, there's there's no signs of buses being parked. Yeah. There's yeah, that's, no sign of letting off. 
There you go. That's it. What's going on? Well said. Wait, we're in the you know we're in the seventy fifth minute and we're three one, and they're still pushing. What what what? Right, right. I mean, how often how often in the past have we seen? You know, obviously Thomas Flankensili is not with the club anymore, but he was the atypical you know sub in the seventy fifth minute when we're up a goal, and that's not what happened in this right. game. You know, we sub CJ on to to go and get at it. And we subbed. Um, who was that other sub that we that we we subbed on there? Um, CJ was subbed on, and Chase Boone was subbed on for yeah. Jack Blake. Uh, and and Chase is kind of a number eight. You know, Jack is maybe more of a ten eight hybrid. But that's not a, a defensive sub by any means. I mean, it's just a, it's kind of a like for like. So it's not a let's put on a def- another D mid, and uh, and kind of park the bus here with with two goals. You know, two goals to go with the rest of the game. That's a that's a let's go at this and boy did we, yeah. Okay. Boy did we. So eighty fourth minute next goal, set piece, set piece. Everybody, we're not very good at those apparently. Uh, Toomey feeds the ball in, picked out of the corner. It's going to rocket. Yeah, really. Lee. That- yeah, I mean. I mean, we talked earlier about kind of set pieces and trainings and that kind of stuff. This was a short corner, uh, and it just seemed like it was perfectly orchestrated. It just it worked out, right? And it uh, obviously, you have to finish your chances, and Toomey was in the right place at the right time, found the top corner, slotted at home. Toomey said, but wait, there's more! <laughs> and scores a second, <laughs> gets that brace. Like, man, dude, it just... Yeah. And we're at 4-1, and we're... Just enjoying life in 109. Just like this is awesome. We're four one in the 84th. Okay, now are they gonna park the bus? But wait, no there's need. more. No, they don't. And this is exactly the team that I was expecting to see. CJ Fadri comes in. How much did this goal mean to him? I mean, yeah. you could see it in his celebration. He got a yellow. He said, I don't care. I'm taking my jersey off. Let's go. Yeah, and it's this this means a lot to to kind of me and and I think us as the locals because you know, in the games that CJ doesn't dress, he's in 109. I mean, I always try to pick him out with our Instagram and kind of tag him and give him credit for it, but the past like four matches, and I wasn't here last Saturday, like I said, but the past four matches he hasn't dressed. He's in one on nine with some of his homies from what Coronado High School. Uh, and he's rocking, man. He he's not just sitting there clapping along, whatever. He is singing, he is chanting, he is waving a flag or pumping his fists. And then here he is on this night, subbed in and with the loyal crest, scores in front of us. Yeah, I, I can't blame him for saying, fuck it, I'm gonna take my shirt off. I'm gonna celebrate. It. Yeah, I love that. I love that shit so much. Yeah, that was awesome. Man. I heard him after you the know. match say it was the best yellow of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Is that what he said? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, love that guy. Uh, hey, yeah. Hey, Steve, make sure you point out CJ to me next time in the section. Because, I, okay. you know, I mean, I hope he's starting every game and, and collecting a brace every game. But, uh, it, you know, short of that, if he's in the section, you know, what a kid. I mean. I, again, this is what you've got to love is the energy, you know, it's different. And, and to have a Coronado high school kid that can both be 
banging the drums, singing the songs, and then going down and banging in a goal. That's amazing. And it's the type of unique experience that's building this community. Yeah. Amazing. No, yeah. That yeah. Was, he, golly, man. And the interview afterwards where he was like, it's like the best goal of my life, the best day of my life. Like, man, it, and I and I posted it from the, the, the locals account too. Like after the match, obviously, you know, celebrating and Ian and CJ are kind of celebrating together. And the first person to run over there is Corey and kind of mobs him and it just like gives him a big hug. And I'm like, that's what it's all about, right? A big veteran has the USL pedigree, proven goal scorer. And he's the first one to run over there and celebrate with these young San Diego high school kids because they're the future here and they're the future of development and soccer in this region. That's what it's all about. That's what we're fighting. Like that, that like sums it up in a nutshell, right? Like Craig, like you just said, like it's so easy to be like, Oh, Corey, you know, you're so good. But then if Corey moves on next season, Corey's gone. But really what we're here for is like San Diego path to pro, you know, we're here for local soccer. And this is like, a way we're seeing that actually happen in front of our faces and not only that but we're seeing veterans who care about what they're what they're helping what they're building here it, it's it's kind of unbelievable to see that at a usl level right i mean this is like mls stuff this is like yeah. stuff you think about for jerry you know with your experience at lafc drink but you you think about <laughs> you know path to pro and that kind of stuff and we're, we're seeing that at a usl level here um it just kind of warms my heart that we're involved with the club that thinks about things at that level and not just this year, right? They're thinking towards the future and what they're actually building. They're growing roots here. So I don't know. It, that It's just so cool to see that kind of stuff. No, I, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Honestly, seeing the youth come in and do, you know, pull their own weight around and actually mm -hmm. do what they have done so far in such a small, let's not forget, like we're a very young club and the fact that this foundation is including the youth the way that it is, is very telling of what the future can look like. And that makes me very, very happy, very, very excited. Uh, Craig, you're very still over there. Are you frozen? No, you're good. Okay, you're moving. Okay. <laughs> you scared me. scared me there for a second. Dude, you scared me. I'm looking at you like... Wait, he's not moving. I was, I was being very still. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> you're looking like the Terminator over there. I don't know if you're, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, listen, 5-1, I think that's something that we all needed. It boosts that confidence. It definitely makes us yeah. feel better going into the remainder of the season. And I really think that now we can see that there's, you know, more happening with this club and that they are trying it's not like they're just going to be this club that says hey this is who we are and that's it they're going to push they're going to you know try some things that may not be yeah. normal like putting in some youth players and and then they go in and show up it's like okay this is working then maybe we'll see more of that will we see more players maybe stay tuned i did see that like the thing with usl is so weird to me is that you are still able to get players like in you know through the season like you saw right. yeah. uh you saw phoenix get uh what's his face I mean, whatever it doesn't matter they got maddox, uh, maddox. maddox. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah maddox and he's a great player too i mean like yeah well, fantastic even, player. even 
even Oliver Loras, right? He's from you know on loan. Oh, Loras, another kid we haven't Oliver. even mentioned, and God, he's been so good. Fantastic. But yeah, we yeah, haven't I, mentioned him because he is so good that he's doing his job the way right. it needs Tim, to be done. Right. I don't even think we mentioned Charlie Adams on this podcast, and he's played what every minute of loyal matches this season. Yeah. He's been like the so consistent and so good uh, that yeah, he kind of disappears because he's doing his job. So just like you said, but yeah, Loras. I mean, we got him on loan, and he's slotted right in. Yeah. It's just, it's hey, just a point on that. Uh, a point on that regarding Charlie. Uh, my boss, Sean Bowers, who was an MLS player, one of the you know an, an initial uh, Kansas City players in 1996, uh, one of the great indoor players uh, of his era, and is is the club's general manager for the San Diego Soccer. He was at the match uh, yesterday, you know, helping man the booth, and we spoke in the office. Uh, afterwards and we are always kind of keeping an eye out right um and he said he said to me he goes well you know what player impressed me the most because he really was there for the first half because you know what player impressed me the most because you're six i i just love the way just he just gets the ball and the ball moves moving the ball around just doing the job being simple making the smart play making the economical play and and for a guy like bowers with his pedigree i that you know that's high praise for charlie adams yeah yeah absolutely sure. It's, it's sometimes those central midfielders, especially the defensive midfielders, don't get any credit, but they do all the work. And I feel like that's kind of that's kind of exactly the case, right? I mean, I've been harsh on Charlie in the past, but this year I think he's kind of stepped up a little bit, a little bit more than I think before. Um, and he's taken oh, that, that midfield by storm. Hold yeah. on. So I was, I mean, I was gonna like hint at it, but apparently, here you go, directly from the club. All right, I'm not gonna say it on the podcast. If you're listening, you're gonna have to go to YouTube and watch what we're uh, seeing. <laughs> uh, here, here's the thing. Tomorrow's gonna be very exciting. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, tomorrow's gonna be very, very, very exciting, especially for. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be very, very, very exciting. So, uh, we have some news coming. I mean, tomorrow's gonna be exciting because it's payday. Um, and we're gonna give you a reason to uh, maybe spend some bucks. Oh uh, yeah, uh, soon. Oh tonight. yeah. Oh yeah. Tonight, tonight. Uh, and and tomorrow. And I'm telling you, actually, you know what? Let's just do this. Tomorrow, go. I'm gonna give you the first reason. You're gonna have a few reasons to want to spend money. Uh, this is the first one for you guys. All right, for all of you that are listening right now live, you're the first ones to know about this. We are being given a very cool opportunity by the club for this Saturday's match. What that is, is if you've been thinking about bringing somebody to a match and you've been like hesitant about it because maybe it's a little bit expensive, they have a bigger family, bring the whole family. I'll tell you why. They are offering us $10 tickets for Saturday's match only starting tomorrow. So, wow. this is the first time that this has ever happened. If you are a member in 109, if you are a season ticket member, if you are uh, somebody that would like to bring your friends, your family, some, your coworkers, somebody into our section, into 109, we welcome them, and the club is offering us $10 tickets so what you're going to need to do, and the information will come out tomorrow, of course, from the club, but I wanted to put it out there now so you are ready and prepared and maybe are thinking, hmm, I want to bring this person. This person would enjoy it. 
this person would really appreciate going to a match. Who wouldn't appreciate going to a match? Take advantage. $10 tickets. Your orders will be done through the office so that there's no fees. All right? So you'll need to call nice. into a number. You order your $10 tickets. Bring everybody. Let's make this Saturday's match a really good one. Bring some new people in. Let's freak some people out because I don't think that you understand quite what 109 is until you're in it. But then you can't help but fall in love with it. That's what we want to create. Like, that's what that's we right. want to do here. So that's the first one I'm dropping on you guys. $10 tickets for Saturday's match. Wow. Starting tomorrow. Where's the air horn? Oh. <laughs> there you go. Damn it, Craig. Thank you for being the producer of this show today. Uh <laughs> always happy to Dude, I yeah, love you so much. No, I love it. I love it. I so, love it. I mean, tell me that's not bring, bring them around. Ten bucks. Come on. Come on. Ten bucks. No is excuses. It, is it just exactly. for, no excuses? Jason, I think it is just for 109. We have plenty of room. Uh it, it's uh, I'm just gonna throw it in there. I mean, it's it's for the East End. It's for the East End. Uh, yeah. yeah, invite the enti- entire barrio, your everybody, your baby mamas, mamas, like everybody. They just bring everybody. Uh, ten dollar tickets. I mean, you can't beat that. I will be there on Saturday. Craig, are you gonna be there on Saturday? Yes, I will be there. Okay, Steve, are you gonna be there on Saturday? Oh we'll, yeah. The three of us oh, will be there. Oh yeah. We will be giving out free high fives for all of you <laughs> on Saturday. Come hang out with us. No, I mean, like, our whole thing, like, what do we get out of this? It's just building a really cool community to be a part yeah, of. I think it. we already have that, that but... It. That is all, man. That is it. The more people, the better. So come and hang out. What else we got, Steve? You want to do the next one? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Oh, um, God. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. This let's is go. The big one. This is, this is the big news that Jerry, that we tweeted about earlier. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold on. my gosh. Hold on. For those of you playing... LAFC. Woo! I'm already out. So hang on, um, gotta, uh, all right, all right, Craig, refill, refill before the news drops. Refill, refill. I got a drag go. left. I'm good. I'm good. All right. All right. So uh, <laughs> we've been we've been working on this for a while, um, and so one thing that we are pretty proud to introduce, and I'm going to put it in the Discord, um, and the link is actually live right now. We are doing customized locals kits. So if you go to our shop right now, um. They're they are manufactured by this company called Olive in York. They're a pretty new company, um, but they the lead time is about two to four weeks. Uh, they are for sale now. Fifty dollars to the public, forty five dollars for members. I'm about to put a discount code in the Discord because if you're in our Discord, you are a member of the locals. If you do not have a link or you are not a part. Um, of the discord uh, please reach out to us and we'll get you a link asap um, they are fully customizable so you can put your name you can put your name you can put your number your membership number your favorite number you can put section you can put 109 you can put three numbers back there um, we've been in contact with these companies for a few weeks now i'd mm-hmm. say up to a few months now um, and i've been working on this design for quite some time um, and before we get too far, I want to give a massive, massive huge to, to Corbin. Huge um, he just out. moved into college today, and he he has been incredible for the images and uh, kind of the graphics, as well as just a bunch of general feedback. I mean, Corbin's just been amazing for, um, you know, hey, what do you think about this? How does this look? 
uh, and he'll he'll just give his feedback and I'll go, hey, this is this is pretty rad, or nah, you know, I think it might work better this way. And then you know we'll go back and forth and iterate. But really, um, I, I'm so excited about this. Okay. I'm so excited, dude. Um, the kids, can we show the kids. Them? Yeah, do it, do it. Put it up there. We don't need to see our faces anymore. All right, here you uh, go. Let's go. This is what you guys. The kits are are what go. you call fully fully sublimated, so it's custom dye. Uh, we are actually going to get Tory Green, so we are going to get Tory Green uh, kits, and like I said, they are fully customizable. Uh, so the back, you can also leave it blank if you want to just let the design shine. Um, but yeah, this has been a work in progress for a couple months, and I'm I'm incredibly excited to finally get this stuff launched and get this stuff live. And uh, it should be two to four weeks. They said generally on the younger side of, of two, to, two to three weeks uh, until we get this stuff in hand. So we should have this by the last, you know, the the the, the home stretch of the season, and then for for the playoffs. So um, Let's I'm incredibly go. excited. Dude. Incredibly excited. Lee, this thing is beautiful. Yeah. Corbin, great job on this. I know Travis was obviously involved as well. Steve, you guys freaking killed this thing. Dude, look at this. It's I mean, perfect. I want to marry it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so there you go. See some benefits to being a part of uh, the supporters group. You do get a discount. Uh, dude, I can't wait to see how many people actually purchase this thing. And Let's see, go. Seeing these around... Hey, uh, uh, Tory Green? What? Where, the, before the club? What? That's it, man. I know That's they're probably it. right Another now like leads the way. these motherf right now. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so excited. Oh, Ricardo, I know it's got to hurt, but it hurts so good. <laughs> it hurts so good. No, I've been, I've, I, I've been perfectly open and honest with the club that, uh, you know, hey, this is coming. I don't want... Something that they've been really great with us, Jerry. You know, I mean, one yeah. of the big points you've you've talked about has been how accessible oh, yeah. this club is and how open and honest this club has been. And it, all we can do is is reflect and respect that backwards. So um, they've known this is coming for a while. Um, we wanted to be, you know, give them the same respect that they've given us. Uh, and so they know it's coming, and they're like, all I've gotten back from this is that they're so excited for us, and they're you know, Ricardo's like, when can I buy one? Oh my god! So yeah, they're 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 stoked. Nice. So yeah. So there you go. I hope that at least that was worth it. Uh, you, you guys are getting ten dollars tickets for Saturday. Jerseys now pre available for pre sale right now on the website. Go to the yes. localssg.com backslash shop, or just go to the localssg.com, then then click on where it says shop, and yes. you can order it now. It's a before and before we move on from this, I'll say we're only doing pre orders until next Thursday. Thursday it will be the cutoff date. We will be paying them on Friday. Um, so there's literally no, okay. um, we will probably be ordering a few over just to sell a few in person, but this is going to be a very, very limited run. Um, this isn't going to be a, Oh my God, I, I wanted that one. Can I buy one? No. Nope. Sorry. Buy it now. This Ooh, is your chance. Wee. This is your chance. Also, if you do want that $5 off, um, we are still selling memberships. We are running low on 2021 scarves, which means we are running low on 2021 memberships. So we will not be reordering 2021 scarves, which means we will be cutting off 2021 memberships here very, very soon. Obviously, the season is also dwindling down, so the benefits that you get from the 2021 membership are coming to a close, you know, is close-ish. Um, so yeah. that is uh, going to be limited. 
Um, I'd say we have about 30 scarves left in my garage and that's um, those do go fast and we got to save them. We got to save enough scarves for the rest of the men of the matches in the season. So I'd say there's probably 20 ish memberships left uh, to be had. So buy them now. That's all I'll say. There you go. All right. We have a few more things to get through before we call in a night. We were already about an hour. We thought we'd be lower, Oops. but uh, you know, it happens. Uh, members meeting. Very important. We have been planning this one. We need to have a members meeting that is currently scheduled for September the 18th. Yeah, go for it. Um, September 18th right now. So put it down on your calendar. September 18th. We are going to have an all members meeting. Uh, just be ready to go. It is a night before a Sunday match. All right, it's going to be on a Saturday. Uh, we're figuring out where, when, exactly what time. Uh, and it's tentatively scheduled. But we will be having an in-person, by the way, I should probably mention yes. that, in-person members meeting for everybody where we get to talk about how the season is going and, and kind of discuss some other, you know, locals business. So make sure that you put it down on your calendar for now. Uh, more information will be coming to your emails, to Discord, and such and so forth. So be prepared for that. Uh, parking lot. Is that happening, Steve? I thought we weren't going to yes. do one. It's happening. Saturday. We are we are doing one Saturday. Yes, Saturday we are doing a parking lot. I will not be there super early like I usually am to set up. But that is why we have a stout and trustworthy leadership team to be there and set up and, and do this, pull this thing together. So, yes. Uh, this Saturday, we are doing a parking lot. Obviously, the next Saturday, the 28th, we are away. We're away to Sacramento. And then the following weekend is the 5th, and that's when you you know USD kind of says, ah, that's a busy weekend for us, so we're not going to be able to make this happen. So the 5th, we are not doing a parking lot. So this is kind of our chance for a few weeks to, to still do one, to still have a pregame event. Um, I'm not sure who was or wasn't there last time, but last time we didn't have a, a food vendor, so we ordered some pizza. Uh, we're going to do that again. We don't have a food vendor for this weekend, so we're gonna we're gonna be ordering some pizza, um, and I think that really worked out. You know, I, I think exceptionally well. Uh, I kind of brought people to our merch tent and just created a lot of conversations and introducing yeah. people, kind of like forced conversation. But that really works out. So uh, I'm kind of excited. You know, like the 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 vendors thing was kind of forced on us by USD. Uh, because they're 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 kind of sticklers about licenses and you know liabilities and that kind of stuff. But something like ordering pizza, kind of you know subverts a lot of that. So um, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited about this weekend. I'm excited about uh, it's a huge match, right? I mean, we didn't talk about that too much, but it's yeah. Orange County. Orange County's one point below us in the standings with equal games. Um, with the new coach, by four. the way, they just yeah, fired coach, their coach. Let's talk point. about that real quick. They literally today let go of their coach. I didn't uh, know that. Wow. Yeah. 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 And then, and then Travis in the comments here, patches will be available. We definitely have the merch tent flying. Um, something I talked to Eileen about earlier today was to bring some of our 2020 shirts into the parking lot. So if you didn't have a chance to purchase one of our beautiful green or yellow 2020 shirts, we still do have stock of that. We just haven't brought them around yet. So we're, we're going to bring those down and, and put those for sale as well in person. So if you haven't had a chance to buy any of our merch yet, please come down. Uh, we will have the, all that stuff ready for you pre-match on Saturday. Hey, Steve, I hear there's something going on with the crossbar challenge. You know that thing that Ooh, they do during yes. the halftime? 
What's yes. that about, Steve? Oh, Jerry, let me fill you in. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we got contacted by the club to say, hey, let, hey, why don't we do um, kind of a supporters crossbar challenge? And I think it's what? Like, I mean, I love the idea. And one of our one of our other leadership, uh, Nicole, said, why don't we make it kind of a raffle or a contest at the barking lot, saying who would like to or who would not like to, and then pick from those people yeah. to participate at halftime. So. This Saturday, we have four people to choose from, uh, four people to pick and to send it on the field at halftime to participate in the crossbar challenge. And we'll be picking from four of those people at the breaking lot pregame on Saturday. So show up. We're not exactly sure on details. Maybe we'll do some kind of a competition, like you know, maybe a juggling competition or something like that. Or maybe we'll just do a straight up raffle, um, something like that. So we have some ideas. Some ideas have flown around our leadership slack over the past few days. Uh, but we did get confirmation yesterday that we can give names day of. That was kind of up in the air for a little bit. But yeah, I thought it was like today. T- they gave us like a, a cutoff of today. Yeah, but that changed. So yeah, I, I talked to I, I talked to Weston, and Weston was like, "We got you, dude. We no, we, no, we no, made no. things happen." Out here. <laughs> so yeah, so we are. Uh, yeah, so so show up to the if you'd like to participate on the crossbar challenge at halftime. Show up to the parking lot, and uh, we'll have some more details day of. Dude, real quick, like this is really good actually information, Tom. If you have volunteered with Radies and you're a yes. part of the group that volunteered with Radies, by the way, I love you all who volunteered. Cheers. We do get a very special, you cannot buy this patch. This is a patch that is only going to be given to the people that volunteered during 2021 at Radies. So make sure that you are uh, picking that up. Apparently, we're going to be, we're going to have them available for pickup. So, yep, there you go. God, man, all these things happening. All these no, cool incredible. things happening. It's so much. Uh, what, is there? Do we have anything I just else? Can't wait to get my jersey. This is so exciting. Dude, two to three weeks. I, I think. Well, I'd say three to four weeks because it's two to three from when we pay them. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man, we have the club listening in. Oh no, we're in trouble. Oh, uh, Weston. Weston's here. <laughs> no, so, but, so this might be after hours material, but one of the cooler things about the. Uh, when Adrian posted the other day and he said two years since that very, very first supporters meeting yeah. um, at Coronado outside. And I remember Wesson was there. He was like, just wanting to be a part of the supporters group. Yeah. And then like the next time I saw him, he's like, Oh yeah, I got hired. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I think, so, he, I yeah. think he went into that meeting already thinking, Hey, I'll, I want to get hired by the club. I'm going to go and hit, check this out. <laughs> and he, and he, he he's very freaking deserving. Typical Weston. Listen, yeah. Weston is one of my favorite people in the club because he gets yeah. the sport. He gets the, the soccer supporter culture. That's a word you're going to hear a lot, okay? The culture is very, very important when you're looking at soccer. And that's something that a lot of other sports do not have. And Weston gets it. So, Weston, I love you, man. Thank you for being here with us today. Uh, Radius Children's is we're raising. Hey, by the way, yeah, we're raising money for Radius Children. I don't know how we're doing right now. We should probably look that up. But three teams lead the charge this month as we partner with Radius Children to raise a hundred thousand dollars to benefit the Center for Gender Affirming Care. Low to inclusion. Join the competition. Help us reach our goal. Uh, I think you can go to. Actually, we should have it on our social if you wanted some information off of that. Uh, but we have, dude, Nicole is still killing, shout out to Nicole Peterson, who is amazing yeah, and is amazing at fundraising. So we are bringing a lot of money into Radies Children, uh, three teams leading it right now, which is basically the, the club, Loyal Select, 
and the supporters. Of course, you know who to join. Join the supporters group. Regardless of what group you join, though, it all goes to a very, very important cause, which is the gender-affirming care. Please make sure that you are donating on that. Uh, more information should be posted on our social media coming in soon. We do have something up there, but you can't, I have to scroll back a little bit. So I'll make it accessible tomorrow. I promise. Uh, what else, dude? What else we got? Man, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I'm just so excited to, to launch <laughs> these kits to get things going. Uh, I will also say a little bit more Hold local on. stuff. Woo! Um, oh. we're, also, we're also working on summer scarves. Uh, we got a Wait. pretty dope summer scarf design. Summer scarf. Uh, that's coming. It's coming. Yeah, we, I don't Please. think we'll tease. I don't think we'll tease that here uh, unless I have another beer and just let it fly. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that's pretty exciting. We have our, as you guys know, if you have any of our scarves, they are very good quality, heavy scarf. They are. When it gets cold, if you have that scarf on you, you're not gonna be cold. Uh, we were we had the honor of giving one of our scarves to Ooh. a San Diego legend last night, who is Willie Santos, dude. Yeah. When I was in my teenage years, all I wanted to do was be like Tony Hawk or Willie Santos, and Willie is very much San Diego. Still lives in Mira Mesa. Like that is a f- proper San Diego legend who put. Uh, San Diego skateboarding on the map. He was, I think, from like original Birdhouse team. Uh, if you guys know anything about skateboarding, you know the name Willie Santos. He was in our section. So, I mean, if you want to meet cool people, you want to hang out in 109 because that's where they're going to be. Baby. I'm just saying. Okay. I feel like that's it. What else do we got, man? Like after After hours, I know Craig probably has to go. But we're going to hang out for a little late. bit after this. <laughs> I you sleep. guys do this so late. I usually take my podcast in the afternoon, you know, like 8 yeah. o'clock at the late. Yeah, we, so we, we go late. We go late. We go late. And with that yeah. being said, I do want to say, Craig, thank you so much for yes. joining us, man. You're this excellent. was awesome. Like it's- oh, Of course. Come on, guys. Anytime. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm just about this group. You know, I'm all about this group and I'm all about what we're bringing and what we're growing and you know just even nights like this just get me so geeked like we're gonna have those jerseys it's just a number another emblem for our tribalism you know we're, <laughs> we continue <laughs> yeah. to to grow and build our tribe and uh you know b- build those vibes so people have been saying in the comments like you're vibing i just wanted to present today the way that i present myself in 109 you know because yeah. it, it's not it's not normal craig that shows up to the office you know that that uh, yeah. comes to 109 every week it's and it's because we have an obligation you know we have an obligation to 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 be the best we can and and hopefully that translates to the loyal on the pitch and hopefully it translates to more than anything the stadium and all the fans around to make this a beloved event so that they will want to come and keep coming and and, and grow that spot in their hearts so you know thank you guys for having me on anytime of course and I will do my best not to be too loud tomorrow, uh, so that Saturday I'll, I'll have a full voice that won't crack when I when I get loud. No, I mean I, <laughs> before before I before before I let you go, um, I, I've been a Padres fan my entire life. I grew up watching Channel Four and you doing pregame, postgame, that kind of stuff. Like, I just want to say what an honor it is to get to know you and have you in 109 and have you on the podcast. Um, it's been an honor meeting you and getting to know you through the years. 
Uh, and before you continue going, I will say the suckers are awesome. And where can we find all your content? Uh, please plug everything you do. Oh, well, thank you so much. And for anyone who is, you know, a friend in the locals that doesn't know, I am the host of three podcasts <laughs> other than this one. So he gets uh, around Padres hot, yeah, <laughs> Padres hot Tub, which was formerly called Make the Padres Great Again. And if they keep leaping up the way they have been lately, will be again called Make the Padres Great Again. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is uh, free and available and generally airs on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, with myself and John Gennaro. We have a Patreon uh, at $5 a month where you get four podcasts a week and you get live tapings. Uh, so you can check that out, patreon.com slash Padres Hot Tub. Uh, Jerry and I host Soccer's Overtime, currently in mostly summer hiatus, but uh, you know we'll be popping up here we'll uh, more as the summer uh, wears on. And, and the, my passion project, if anyone in the locals hasn't yet, uh, subscribe to Crossing Streams. Crossing Streams is my weekly television streaming podcast. Uh, where we talk about all the great shows that are happening that you may or may not have watched. It's a great place to get recommendations, to hear kind of the, the stories of what's happening. A uh, new episode just dropped today talking about the White Lotus finale. So uh, check that out. Available on all your podcast platforms, Crossing Streams, Padres Hot Tub, Soccer's Overtime, and I love the Loyal Locals podcast. Nice. Hey, are you coming on uh, Ben and Woods tomorrow, or did you just do it today? And they today? Uh, they took to, they took to tomorrow off, so I went on this morning. Okay, perfect. So usually, though, you can hear Craig on Fridays, also on Ben and Woods in the mornings. Was seven forty five? Seven thirty, yeah. Seven thirty, yeah. 730. I don't know how you have time to watch all your shows you watch, but I I commend you. Uh, like. Dude, it's, it's touch and go sometimes. <laughs> God bless your wife. <laughs> yeah, for real. Dude. Yeah, she's not a fan. <laughs> but dude, listen, we we love you very much. Obviously, as a, as a supporter, you have been nothing but the best example for what we need in 109 and what 109 deserves to have. And it, it, like everybody, please go in and follow Craig. If you're not already, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, but he has so many things going on. And the $5 uh, for uh, Padres Hot Tub, listen, I'm not a Padres fan, and I'm stoked every time they release something. So mm -hmm. that should tell you something. And I'm not just saying that. I'm 100% come talk to me, and I'll tell you how rad this man here is. So, again, uh, that's going to do it for us today. I hope you guys enjoy this all one. Right. Thank you, boys. You guys have a great night. We'll see you all very soon. Thank you for hanging with us, that's it for episode 48 of the Little Locals Podcast. Have a great night. Bye-bye.